The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating his 36th birthday today. Happy birthday to the Kid Marrow. Half of Jesus and Marrow turned 36 today. The obsession of you and Ishmael in this office. He's like maybe one of my top 15 favorite people from the Dominican Republic. There you go. There you go. First four through the door, Matt McSpadden, Daniel Agnew, Miziel Romero, and... Jeremy Garza. What's up, guys? Today is Wednesday, May 15th, 2019. Halfway through May, which is concerning. 197 <laughs> days until Thanksgiving. Episode 755. 755. Chris Davis's OPS in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. Um, I wonder what he's doing now. I'll tell you what he's not doing. Hitting the baseball consistently. Hello, Matt Stepp. On today's show... Speaking of Matt Stepp, Phil Vaney wants to know how he gets 7-on-7 seven seven results. Does Matt Stepp tweet them out? He he puts the pools yeah, on um, our freaking website before a lot of the tournaments. But, yeah, he's the best guy to follow. Follow yes. Stepp on Twitter. If he is at a tournament, he will get you the 7-on-7 seven seven results from that tournament. On today's show? Oh, God. No, I'm don't do that. Man. Before you say that, I was going to say, Phil... Uh, Does that look like death? Yeah, please be quiet over there. Uh, I am curious why Phil wants the results and how he would like them organized. And if we could be doing it better, please do let me know. Email texasfootballtoday at gmail.com. Is that it? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we've got that now. Texasfootballtoday at gmail.com. And uh, I think Phil has my email anyway. Either way, let me know what you want to do with that, Phil. Email. Right. email. Back, back to you, Greg. Email. <laughs> I was going to make a crude joke, and I can't. This is a family show. Um, on today's show, guys, uh, Powers is here. We're going to do This Week in Cruton coming up here in just a minute. And then back half of the show, a couple of uh, big-time guests, including we'll hear from Hillsborough coach Steve Hale and El Paso America's coach Patrick Melton coming up here. Matt Step called a couple of them at aforementioned seven-on-seven seven tournaments. We'll hear from both of them. And very back half of the show, very back moment of the show, mm-hmm. a big announcement about the show tomorrow. Oh, that's true. We'll reveal our big yeah, in-studio guest tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, but that you have to wait till the end of the show. That's what we in the business call a tease. A tease. Yeah. <clears throat> ready to do this? I'm ready. Okay. I'm Greg Tupper. That's Greg Powers, and this is This Week in Cruton. It's This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers, Next Level Athlete. Uh, follow him on Twitter at Scout and follow Next Level Athlete. Is that right? Did I get that right? Get it right. G yeah. Powers Scout. There you go. I always have to say Matt Stepapa 817. <laughs> um, G Powers Scout and follow Next Level Athlete, our valued recruiting partner <laughs> at Next Level D1 on Twitter. Um, so so your stuff is done for the magazine. Feels good. Essentially, yeah. Uh, I bet it does. <laughs> I bet it does, dum-dum. <laughs> um, 
So your stuff is so. What are you, what are you working on these days? I think people want to know where you are in the recruiting cycle. Well, first off, I think some big news mm-hmm. uh, with next level athlete Dave Campbell's Texas football in general is True. Uh, partnership sh- struck with Straight Line Recruiting in mm-hmm. Texas and a sponsorship of the THSEA between all. Uh, between next level athlete and the Texas High School Coaches Association, uh, which could be a game changer, so to speak, uh, in the recruiting landscape uh, in the state of Texas. And yeah, we can't really go into everything that a lot of details to come. But a lot of details to come. But uh, that's probably the biggest news uh, behind the scenes in Texas yeah. high school football. Maybe. Yeah, because if if you're seeing, by the way, if you're seeing um, coaches and a pair. Uh, uh, dozens of coaches out there tweeting um, hashtag SLR or hashtag straight line recruiting. Um, what they mean by that, this is a big push by the Texas High School Coaches Association uh, to basically make uh, the recruiting process that the colleges go directly to the high school coaches and they are the conduit by which they can get to the high school athlete as opposed to third parties, as opposed to call them street agents, uh, you know, whatever you want to call them. Um, instead, the the idea is straight line recruiting that you make the the high school football coach who's the coach who who knows them best and 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 I mean really has no skin in the game. He's not going to get any, he's not going to get any you know anything right. extra if some guy goes to uh, Ohio State or whatever. But in any case, the idea of making them the conduit. So if you're if you're confused about what that is, what SLR is, but I know it's a big push for um, for the THSCA. Well, and I think that we've kind of explained it in episodes in the past mm-hmm. where you have a process of how you vet out and discover prospects in the state of Texas and our process was always to go through the high school coach mm-hmm. so this really goes hand in hand uh, with what we've always done in the past um, bringing next level athlete THSEA and straight line recruiting all together gives uh, the Texas high school coaches a conduit mm-hmm. uh to use a service to put the colleges and the high school coaches together. Yeah. So you have the high school coaches, next level athlete, college coaches. Yeah. So I think it's a uh, pretty much a match made in heaven, and I yeah. think that there's going to be a lot of game-changing and innovative things coming behind that. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's some really forward thinking going on right now with the THSEA as they try to take back a little bit more control of the recruiting process and make sure that they are looking out for their prospects' best interests. Well, and I think there's there's a lot of people that what you hear is, is that, oh, we don't want this to become AAU basketball. You know what I mean? AAU basketball has kind of become synonymous with um, – just the wild west of of you know um people getting money from uh, under the table to make sure that a kid goes so and so so like there's a reason you hear about all these scandals in college basketball it's because of that and so this is an interesting move here by the thsca and, and more details to come on on all of those uh partnerships uh powers let's get into uh, your weekly recruiting dump it's on texasfootball.com and of course texasfootball.com slash recruiting for all the latest recruiting news and notes from around the state let's start with our prospect on the rise uh, in the DFW Metroplex, uh, the Colony defensive back Christian Gonzalez uh, named the top eight. This is a guy who's who's got offers not just from uh, a lot of Power Five schools, but he he's narrowed it down to. I mean, there's no real, <laughs> no real like through line that you can. It's, oh, it's not like a bunch of Texas right. teams. It's it's not like a bunch of Big Twelve teams. It's just a bunch of really good teams that are looking for the services of the Colony defensive back Christian Gonzalez. And he doesn't really typically fit into what our prospect on the rise really mm-hmm. truly is you know a lot of the times we'll pick a sleeper I guess that's yeah. a, ter- a recruiting term that we can use sleeper prospect 
uh, not sleepy prospect. Yep. <laughs> yeah, man, I am, I am sleepy. <laughs> Struggling. Sleeper mm-hmm. prospect. Uh, Christian Gonzalez is not a sleeper, but what's happened is, is he named a top eight, and it was a pretty good top eight. I mean, Texas Tech, Purdue, Arkansas, Notre Dame, Baylor, Ole Miss, Colorado, and Missouri. Mm-hmm. Those are some pretty good schools. But since that time, his offer list has exploded, and this week was another step up. Alabama, uh, TCU, Ohio State, Florida, and Miami joined that yep. offer parade, and now he has some serious thinking to do because I would predict now that that top eight is maybe not change. his true top eight anymore. Yeah. Whenever Alabama and Ohio State, and, and maybe to a lesser extent Florida, TCU, and Miami join the party, you got to rethink where you're at. Uh, but everybody's after Christian Gonzalez. He was the first-team all-district uh, cornerback last year. Um, 29 tackles, 9 pass breakups, and an interception. But they basically threw away from him uh, there right. at, for the Cougars. So the numbers don't necessarily tell the story. So keep an eye on the Colony defensive back, Christian Gonzalez. Let's get to our commit of the week, and we're going out to the South Plains uh, as uh, Matt Wells and company picked up a big-time uh, recruit in offensive lineman Caleb Rogers uh, out of Mansfield Lake Ridge. Uh, it certainly passes the eyeball test. 6'6", <laughs> 270, a guy who had uh, offers from a variety of different places. This was, I believe, his first Power 5 right. offer, and he jumped on it. But but really, I know the one thing you really like about this kid is um, is position flexibility, right. let's say. Roster flexibility. Yeah, there too. you go. And I, and I think that he could truly play tackle, guard, or center, depending mm. upon his growth. And when you look at this kid go through – uh, some drills at the Next Level Athlete Showcase and look at some of his film, you can kind of see the frame that he's working with. He's got, you know, large hands, large feet, and uh, he's only 200 – he checked in at our camp at 266 pounds, mm-hmm. probably around 270 right now. Um, but he's going to be able to play at 300 or over 300. So it's really more of a case of how his body develops and maybe – possibly need uh that the red raiders have up front and i think that that's a unique quality that he brings to the table um and especially the ability to play center Mm -hmm. you can't find too many guys who could play tackle guard or center Mm -hmm. he could really play any of those spots depending upon how he develops yeah those are different skill sets i mean i think i think they're like um uh, i think John Q football fan might look and be like, oh, just an offensive lineman. You right. Know? But but go ask offensive lineman, go ask offensive line coach, uh, you know, the difference between playing center and tackle. They might as well be on a different planets sometime. Definitely. And uh, and to have the power, and, and it's just a different skill set, to have the power to play inside, mm-hmm. but then possibly have the feet and length to play outside. Um, and he's not by any means the most highly rated prospect in the, in the state up front. Mm-hmm. He's a, he was what we would typically, as we talked about sleeper earlier, he's a sleeper kind of mm-hmm. guy because he committed to the first P5 offer that he really picked up. You know, he had Arkansas State and New Mexico and ULM had offered him as well. But I think this is a guy who would have picked up more offers as guys came off the board. Uh, he could play at the P5 level. And as a matter of fact, after watching him at some camps this offseason, I was like, wow, this is a guy um, – School should jump on, and Texas Tech jumped in not too long after. And it kind of continues a trend of Texas Tech kind of coming to the Metroplex to pluck offensive linemen. Of course, yeah. Jack Anderson from Frisco, uh, you know, as well as Dawson Deaton, uh, Madison Akinomo, uh, um, Casey Verholz, all from the DFW Metroplex. They've they've made some hay coming to DFW and picking up Big Hog Molly's up front. 
and they had a trend under the Cliff Kingsbury staff of recruiting these versatile guys, mm-hmm. and that seems to have now continued with the Matt Wells staff. It's exciting to see what there, but uh, that's a big get for Texas Tech. They pick up Caleb Rogers from Mansfield Lake Ridge. We are te- um, we're here with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at G Powers Scout, and follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at Next Level D One. Let's get to our under- and I'm excited about this next guy. Ooh, All right, oh, hey, okay, ooh, excited about it. Boy. Underclassman of the week. 2021, so a kid who's about to play his uh, junior season. Uh, it's Flower Mound Marcus quarterback Garrett Nussmeyer. Yep. And uh, he, this is a guy who, uh, who who added a few more offers, some Power 5 offers included in there, as well as places like SMU. Um, but if you know the name Nussmeyer, he yep. has, a, he has a, a, a local tie to DFW in that he is tight end coach uh, for the Dallas Cowboys, Doug Nussmeyer's son. Uh, but this is a guy that... Uh, Go ahead. Why are you so fired up about him? I'm fired up about him because he has followed a path of development, and mm-hmm. you could really see him mature kind of right before your eyes. Watched him last fall, um, put him on the radar, had a good offer list at that time. As a matter of fact, LSU mm-hmm. had already offered him by the time I had scouted him. He transferred, I think, from Florida back uh, into the, or into the Dallas area um, because his dad had gotten a job with the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was a move-in last year. And Marcus plays in a district to, that, to me, is the most fun to watch in mm-hmm. the area. I love that district. You know, they get, they have the district of doom down south. Mm-hmm. But the district that always seems to me up north is the most competitive is that Flower Mound, Marcus, Hebron. Louisville. Yeah, that mm-hmm. Louisville district that um, is just so much fun to watch week in and week out. It always comes down to the wires. Teams try to jockey for that fourth spot into the playoffs. And I really think Nussmeyer gives Marcus an edge going into next season. They lost Marcel Brooks. Yeah. Right? Um, but what they have coming back underneath center next year makes them a team that can be a true competitor, I think. And um, his arm strength has really picked up. Mm-hmm. And you could see that this offseason. I think that's why his offer list is going to continue to grow because he's a really cerebral uh, quarterback, coach's kid. Yeah. Uh, but his arm strength and his and, and his overall strength as a prospect has continued to be on the rise. And he's got two two years to develop even further. Still you know, in, in high school, you know, we're talking about a kid who's who's still right now as we speak today a sophomore in high school. Uh, you know, going into his junior season, it's going to be exciting to see what Garrett Nussmeyer can do uh, for Flower Mound Marcus. Finally, let's get to our recruit of the week. And I will be honest, I've written this guy's name about a hundred times and I've never said it out loud. Okay, so we're kind of all in the same. So okay, okay so it's no, Fort Penn. I Austin, met him. So Fort Penn Austin wide receiver Troy O'Meary, I think yeah, it O'Meary. is. Yeah, O'Meary. O'Meary, uh, the wide receiver out of Fort Penn Austin. Uh, he named the final four uh, down to um, to Texas, Texas A&M, Alabama and LSU. Everyone's after this kid uh, for a couple of reasons. The numbers are nice. 46 catches, 804 yards, 13 touchdowns. That's nice. More importantly, um, this is a true this looks like from an eyeball to test, a true number one receiver. Right, and he is a guy who at 6'4", 220 pounds, is a 4'6'9", laser, Whew. 40 guy. Whew. And I'll tell you, I met him at an event a few weeks ago, and he's big. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a difference between, like, a legit 6'4", 220, and a listed six. This guy is 6'4", 220. Yeah. He is massive. Big hands, huge catch radius, and – what he can do in the passing game is really nice, uh, but just think about what he can do to set the edge as a blocker yeah. with that body. And I think that's really why you see all these schools coming after him so fervently is that they want to be able to use him on the outside 
to be that presence, that guy. Well, and you, you look at literally all four of those schools. Uh, yes, they all throw the ball. But at the same time, both of all, all four of them, you know, the receivers are in many respects just added blockers to a lot of the, their base offense. Right. Especially, like, I look at Alabama, right? Alabama, yeah, they've put out some fantastic uh, wide receivers. But the reason, one of the things that set Cameron Ridley apart was not just that he was a great receiver, pass catcher, route runner, but he was also a great blocker. And so having that kind of guy on the outside, I think for all four of these teams that he named in his top four, uh, would, would certainly be an asset there. And he's a guy that our in-state programs can be really excited about too. You mm-hmm. know, it's going to be, if he takes a visit to Alabama, he takes a visit to LSU, they're going to have to battle that. You know, yeah. that's, those are big-time places. And when they get a recruit on campus – their they, odds of letting him go up they tend to close the deal they're good closers you know but texas and texas a&m this could be like a traditional texas texas a&m in-state battle when it's all said and done and that's really what makes this recruitment of troy omieri so intriguing to me is that it could really be between the aggies and the longhorns and we know how much people in the state care about that that's, battle it's going to be a lot of fun but uh but uh he is uh troy omieri the, the receiver from fort ben austin is going to be a name too no you can see uh, the entire recruiting dump at texasfootball.com. Uh, texasfootball.com slash recruiting, your complete source for all things Texas high school football recruiting. Uh, he is Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete, G Power Scout on Twitter, and at Next Level D1 on Twitter. Powers, appreciate it. Let's do it again. We're, we're on the air next Wednesday, yes? Yes. Okay. We'll see you again next Let's Wednesday. Let's do it again next week. <laughs> okay. All right. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com. Talking football in Malone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Texasfootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I want to invite you to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. It's our subscription package. I got a call yesterday from a guy, uh, and he said, Hey, uh, he, he lives in Arkansas. And he goes, uh, I want to get the, the magazine, but I, sometimes they don't show up in the stores here, which is true. A lot of our distribution does happen in the state of Texas. Sometimes they'll trickle out uh, in New Mexico. Sometimes they'll trickle out in Oklahoma, uh, sometimes Louisiana, sometimes Arkansas, but, but not always. And, and he said, how do I get my magazine? And I said, you got to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. It's the only way to get the magazine mailed to you is to become a subscriber, but we think it's worth it. You get the 2019 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed to you before it hits newsstands. I, I don't care if you are in uh, Mansfield, Texas, or you are in Mansfield, Missouri, Missouri, or Mansfield, Russia. Illinois. Okay. I was going to go with sure. another country. Right. Yeah, okay. Mansfield, Russia, which I'm sure is a place. Yeah. yeah I'm sure it's lovely. More uh, likely Mansfield, England. Or that, Mansfield, that England. Is, that is the original Mansfield. Mansfield, England. There you go. If you want the 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed to you before you can pick it up on newsstands, you got to go to texasfootball.com slash insider to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. You also get the recruiting edition, which comes out in December. You also get a year's worth of exclusive online content at texasfootball.com, including uh, premium podcasts like Tep and Step, which we are recording tomorrow. Uh, you also get access to our recruiting site, texasfootball.com slash recruiting. You get access to our complete digitized archives at texasfootball.com slash archives. Uh, all sorts of other good stuff. Texas Football Today extras, good stuff behind the paywall, rankings of every Texas high school football team. It's just it's a lot of stuff, so I'm saying. For nineteen ninety five for the first year. Nineteen ninety five for an entire year of that, plus the two magazines. Makes a great gift as well. Texasfootball.com slash insider to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Matt Stepp was on the road over the past couple of weeks at a variety of different 7-on-7 tournaments. One of them, he caught up with the new head coach, 
new head coach, right, at Hillsborough? Yep. First year. Yep. Uh, new head coach at Hillsborough, Steve Hale. Here's Matt Sepp's conversation with Hillsborough coach Steve Hale here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas Football out here at the McLennan County 7-on-7 State Qualifying Tournament. Uh, we are here at Pool B at China Spring High School here with the new head coach of the Hillsboro Eagles, Coach Steve Hale. Uh, coach, thanks for taking me a few minutes to uh, chat with us today. Thank you, Matt, for having us. I'm excited to be here. All right, Coach. Now, uh, you're coming home to your alma mater. Uh, you, you are a Hillsboro native. You're an alum. You've spent time in Hillsborough as an assistant before you moved on to become a head coach. Uh, it's always exciting to come home, but but just for you, just personally, how, how special is it to come back to your alma mater and lead the Eagles? I've been coaching 25 years, and I've never been so excited to come back home to a place that you grew up and so many great things. And then coaching there, we had success too. Uh, I believe it was 17 years ago when I left. Uh, You're dating yourself a little bit there. I am. I am. Uh, I turned 50 this week, so, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm dating myself. Uh just great to be home. You know, the community's excited, the kids are excited, and uh, just can't wait to really get started. Now, I know you, you've been working with your kids, the kids in athletics, uh, in, in kind of, you know, going through the off-season program. You've had some success uh, in baseball and, and, and track. The Hillsboro's done pretty well. I know baseball team mm -hmm. just got eliminated from the playoffs, but had, had a great year. Uh, so I know you've had a chance to kind of ingrain yourself back in the in the Eagle 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 family, so to speak. Uh, what's the one thing that you've noticed about your kids so far, watching them go through off-season? You know, just, just the excitement of something new, and uh, just. Uh, the goal of reaching our potential that we feel like that you know that that we can do as long as we all buy in together all right coach now uh seven on now your teams generally by nature ha have a physical mentality like yeah. you like to play physical football so seven on seven you can't really do that in seven on seven but i know there are some good things that you can take uh from watching your kids compete in seven on seven especially for you because you know small schools don't have spring ball right. uh so what are you looking to watch see out of your kids today as they compete against some really good teams just learning our schemes this is a great opportunity for us to learn our schemes and get to practice before football starts in August. And then the, the leadership part, you know, who my leaders are, and then just uh, building a team and staying together no matter what happens through all these games. You ever think you'd be wearing a hoodie out at a 7-on-7 seven -seven tournament? No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> All right, Coach, now uh, we're going to ask you one, one more question here. Uh, Hillsboro is known as, as an interstate town. I've driven through plenty of times. Hillsboro, the Nike store in Hillsboro is very popular yeah. amongst the Dave Campbell staff. We uh, enjoy going to the Nike store. So uh, people only kind of know Hillsboro, what's on 35. There's a lot more to the town than people think. So I want you to give uh, the, the staff and some of the, the viewers uh, uh, a hidden gem in town that you know the people don't know about that's off the interstate that uh, somebody's coming to watch the Eagles play uh, on Friday night in the fall. Where, where can they grab a bite to eat at in town? Williams Drive-In, the Wolf Burger's off the chain. Wolf Burger? What's, what's on the Wolf Burger? It's a double meat cheeseburger loaded all the way. Okay, and is that on the main drag in town there? Yes, it's a little bitty that you you got to you can't even go in and eat. I mean, it's a it's a pull up old, old drive through. You go to your window, you order, you sit in your car, they wave at you when it's done, okay. and you can eat in your car, take it with you. All right, now I'm not, you got to watch how many Wolf Burgers you eat, though, right? Because that can't be good for the waistline, is it? No, sir. <laughs> Coach, appreciate your time. Congratulations on coming home, and uh, good luck in 2019. We'll be keeping an eye on you guys. Thank you, Matt. There he is, Steve Hale, uh, the new head coach at Hillsborough, taking over Joey Moss. Uh, of course, uh, he is an alum there at, at Hillsborough, so it's a, it's a coming home uh, after he uh, had a good stint uh, leading uh, Grosbeck. Grosbeck had, uh, he was at Grosbeck for 
thir- uh, for three seasons, now taking over at his alma mater. We're excited for him. Excited to see what Hillsborough does in 2019. Matt Stepp was also out at one point in El Paso, talking about a number of coaches. One of them, El Paso America's coach Patrick Melton. Here's Matt Stepp's conversation with El Paso America's coach Patrick Melton here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas Football here in El Paso for the El Paso Coaches Clinic. We are making a stop at America's High School today here with the head coach of the Trailblazers, Coach Patrick Melton. Uh, coach, thanks for taking a few minutes out of uh, your busy schedule to uh, chat with us today. I know you got a lift-a-thong going on. You're speaking at the clinic Saturday. You've got a busy week ahead of you, don't you? Yep, and we got to go eat some barbecue right now. We'll talk about that in a minute. We'll talk about that in a minute. So uh, spring ball uh, is ramping up. Uh, when did you guys start? We started spring ball April 22nd, so we're actually in our second week. Okay. Uh, obviously, the number one objective for everyone in spring football is to come out of this thing healthy. Nobody, nobody get, gets injured, but uh, there's always some things you and your coaching staff want to get checked off and position battles that are looking to be won. What are some position battles that you're looking at, uh, looking for some young guys to step up, and uh, what do you, what's the objective to get out of spring practice this year? Well, for us, our objective is we've got to replace a few pieces on the offensive line and a few pieces on the defensive line. Really, we're bringing back like 16 starters on the team, so a lot of the guys are already proven, and there's not really a, a, a spot that um, or something that we're looking for out of them. So really, we're just looking for the young kids that we're plugging in to, to step up on the offensive and defensive line. I'm assuming try to build depth from that point on, right? I mean, because you have so much veteran experience back at certain spots, uh, the guys behind them, I'm sure you want to be able to rotate guys in and, ha- and build up some depth. So is that kind of how you keep those guys motivated that maybe aren't competing for a starting spot but looking to get some playing time, right? Oh, definitely. We, we probably get more reps to the guys that we're looking at that haven't played yet than the guys that are returning. Um, you know, we got a, a good receiver named Ryan Acosta. He hadn't taken a snap in the spring yet. He was, you know, he just finished competing at the regional track meet and things like that. So we weren't really worried about what he can do. We know we can he, well, he can do. Same thing with Aaron. So we're really trying to get the other guys reps so that when it is their time to play, we're ready to go. Now, you mentioned Aaron. Uh, he's one guy that a lot of people have talked about. He had a great sophomore year, uh, one of the state, maybe the state's leading rusher. I mean, he, he put up big numbers. Uh, you guys are no strangers to having running backs putting up big numbers, and Aaron seems like the next in line. Uh, what makes him uh, such a special player? Um, he, he, he's just a hard worker. He loves football. He loves to come to practice, and that's a big deal. Um, you know, you get a lot of kids that like to play in games, but no, Aaron likes, he likes every part, every aspect of football, and he, he's, he's just a grinder. And he did, he led 6A, and he led the state of Texas in 6A in rushing this year, his first team All-State. Um, he's our third first team All-State running back since I've been the head coach here, and that's, you know, kind of what we're, we're, what we're known for out here. All right, now you, uh, he is getting some recruiting interest. Now you, you guys have uh, – you always get the college, college coaches coming through here in the spring to do evaluations, but I know he's, he's getting a lot of interest. Uh, he seems to be the kind of kid talking to you offline. You know, there's some kids that, that, that enjoy the process of being recruiting and don't really like being football players as much. It sounds like Aaron, like you said, he's a guy who, who, who likes to play football no matter what. Yeah, he, he's wanting to play no matter what. He's the kind of kid that he's went to Division II, he's went to NAI um, camps. He just wants to go play. And, you know, it really it shows in his, in his play. So, Do you have to kind of throttle him down a little bit sometimes in practice? Hey, you know, say that for the game, or do you let him – I mean, because some guys that like to compete, they're going 110 miles per hour all the time. You, 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 are you going to have to tell him to turn it down just a little bit? Yeah, we, we've definitely had to have that conversation about um, making sure that he, uh, he takes care of his body and isn't always trying to um, run people over and stuff like that. So he, we've had that conversation. All right, now uh, you're speaking at the clinic tomorrow, and we, we were talking about that a little bit. It's, I know it's always an honor to get asked to, to speak at those things. Uh, and I know you make the clinic circuit, you go to THSCA every year. Um, just talk about the, the process of preparing to uh, speak at a, at a clinic. Because people think you just get up there and start talking football, but you've got you to put some work into this thing, don't you? 
You you do. You got to put a little bit of work. You got to do a little bit of prep. Um, so just yesterday I finished up my PowerPoint and the, and the cut ups and stuff like that. And you know, talking ball is easy. If you're going to talk to some coaches, that's the easy part. But there there's some things that you need to make sure that your presentation flows and stuff like that. And really, my hardest thing was I'm speaking at El Paso Clinic against all my peers. I don't really want to have a bunch of cut ups of of them up there. So I was having to go through our video and um, you really just put cut ups of our out of town opponents. You know, because want to take care of our own people here. Uh, Torres, we, we don't want any. We don't want any, any tapes of Torres. Or, or he, he's going to inspect it, isn't he? He's, he's going to come by and check you out for for the clinic. Yeah, he's going to come by and watch my watch the cutouts before I present. All right, now uh, looking ahead to 2019, uh, you mentioned you guys have a lot of start returning starters back. You had a good year last year. I know this year uh, the district is always very competitive, top to bottom. It's always a very competitive district in 16A. What kind of team can Trailblazer fans expect to see when you take the field in August? They're, they're going to see a fast team and a hard-nosed team. Like we're, we, we're really fast. We're really experienced. We're real quick. You know, just watching in the spring, watching the film of practices, our defense is reacting so quick to everything. You think you, you find a little crease or find some space, and they shut it down real quick. Um, and, and we're kind of hitting on all cylinders. I thought, you know, given our quarterback development, I thought we we're going to be a little bit behind in that. But, you know, we're going to have a senior guy there that, that stepped up, and he's, he's managing the game, and, and it's looking good. So expect to see a lot of points on the ground. <laughs> all right, Coach. Now, me, you, and Mark Torres at Pebble Hills are about to go eat some barbecue. And you know the Dave Campbell's crew loves barbecue, and, and you love barbecue as well. Uh, so i got to ask you. There's the, th the Texas Triumvirate, and you got brisket, ribs, and sausage. You got to pick one, only one meat to have. Which one? Which one are you going with? I'm a rib guy. Okay. I'm a rib guy. I cook all three, but I'm a rib guy. Now, is, is ribs your specialty when you when you're cooking you're barbecuing on your own? Or is is your ribs your best meat, or do you think you do brisket a little bit better? No, I, I do brisket better from what people tell me. But I mean, we do it all, so you know, it's most of it's the same rub, et cetera, et cetera. It's all about just taking time and doing it right. Coach Melton, appreciate your time. Uh, we're going to go eat some barbecue here in a little while, and I appreciate what you do for student-athletes in the state of Texas. Appreciate what y'all do for us. There he is. Patrick Melton, the head coach of the El Paso Americas Trailblazers. We have a shirt of theirs somewhere. It's over here. Is it over there? It's on the uh, – Yes, it's down it's there. Yes. There we go. I'll, I'll use the new camera. Yeah, there, there we you go. go. You can Down see the there. blazer football in the lower left-hand corner. Um, that is from Coach Melton. Thank so, you, sir. Uh, we appreciate Coach Melton taking a little bit of time to um, chat with Matt Stepp at the 7-on-7 seven -seven tournament out there in El Paso. Or yeah. the Coach's Clinic, rather. I think in El Paso. Yeah, he was out Yeah, coach's he was clinic. out of the Coach's right. Clinic, yeah. Um, and now we can do one of two things, Max. We can okay. go to you for America's Second Favorite Segment Final Thoughts, or uh -huh. we can make our big announcement. Well, before we do that, yeah. uh, Rob Hathaway's guess is that it's Vy coming in to get his trophy. Great guess. No, not the correct. Not guess. the right one. No. Yeah. Um, no. Tomorrow, sitting in this chair right here. Go ahead and just go yeah, to the yeah, empty no, chair. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Sitting in that chair will be Rice head coach Mike Bloomgren. Going to stop on by. Going to talk a little Owls football. Yeah. Uh, with the man himself yeah. in person. Um, he's he's in town for the Dallas Caravan and said, why don't you swing up to the studio? And he said, sure. So uh, Mike Bloomgren's going to be sitting in that chair. So we're going to we're excited to talk with uh, Coach Bloomgren tomorrow, talk a little uh, hoot hoot football, a little intellectual brutality. Um, going to be fun. So make sure you tune in tomorrow for uh, this uh, for episode 756, the Mike Bloomgren show. Um, it'll be fun. So we're, ex we're excited. I know we had him on the show last year, mm -hmm. but when he got hired, yep. um, very interested to talk to him about what he knows now that he didn't, he didn't know yeah, then. Yeah, that'd be good. 
That'll be very interesting. But I'm very excited to talk to Coach Bloomgren, who's going to be here tomorrow. Uh, so if you have questions, make sure you're in the comments, there and we will go. get to as many as we can. Yeah. Now we go to Max no, Thompson for America's <laughs> second favorite, second final thoughts. <laughs> this dramatic pause there. <laughs> a, reminder, <sighs> a reminder to listeners on the podcast and viewers of the show on Facebook today, or if you're watching it on live stream on our site, texaswell.com slash live, we're making some changes to the show. The ways you can view it, the ways you can interact with each other, and we want to know more about what you'd like to see from the show going forward or hear from the show when you're listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Things you would change, things you like, things you want more of. Knowing full well, I want to be clear. Oh, here we go. Knowing full well that you can't change the host. That's true. We can't do anything about that. This is, this is, it's in my contract. Because I don't want to do it, and neither does Ish. Right. I know Brent Homan would love to replace I know. You, but I don't but think he's going to like the pay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. You mean what I pay to the boss? Right, to right. It, it would cost him a lot of money to yes. pay us. Yeah, yeah, Got yeah. yeah, yeah. What yes. we get from you. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, so remember, email me, texasfootballtoday at gmail.com, and we'll talk a little bit more. Uh, I have one more book to give away. So, Ooh. you know, maybe I'll give it to someone who emails me today, whether you're from the podcast or uh, or on the, on the video. So um, beyond that, uh, our man Aaron Flynn has a job interview at 1 p.m. He said in the comments, good luck, buddy. I hope mm-hmm. it is just down the street from us, or otherwise you are a tra- traitor. Wait, uh, by the way, uh, somebody asked, I think Phil Vaney asked if, I, if I'm if i wearing a PNG shirt. This, this is, is the not bottom. PNG. This is bottom. Bottom is Purple bottom Warriors. Warriors. Thanks, Coach John Fish, yeah. um, for hooking me up. If, yeah. you, if you have a coach's polo for a high school <laughs> in size large, <laughs> if you want to send it to me, I will 100% wear it on the show. Yeah. Like, that's not, yes. Right. That's a, like right. no questions asked. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, James Ryan Holcomb says, "Hey, uh, Demetrius Crownover for Grandview is racking up offers. Uh, we know, and I bet yes. we'll probably be talking about him in the future on the show at some point." Wink, wink. Did I wink enough? Yeah, there? You did. we um. To, you know, yeah. it's funny. We um. We were actually just watching that Grandview. Um, I know we watched that game again yesterday. Yesterday we yeah. watched. We had Grandview Malakoff on the TV out there, yeah. and <laughs> I, I called everyone over. I said, "Hey, guys." A large child's just about to catch a touchdown pass yeah, in the right. state championship. Yeah, right. And sure enough, Demetrius Crownover yeah. caught that touchdown pass yeah. on the seam. Pretty and party time in Grandview. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Um, sorry, Facebook apparently cut out on us halfway through the show today. I don't know why. Yeah. But that's part of why we're making some changes to the show. Uh, and we will uh, we'll set up some stuff with you guys for the future. I think we'll leave it on that note because we've got a big day tomorrow. We're excited to have Coach Mike Bloomgren on the show tomorrow. Make sure you are here. It'll be a lot of fun. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. For Greg Powers and Max Thompson, I'm Greg Tupper. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow. Mike Bloomgren in studio. Texas Football Today.